Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. My name's Nicole and welcome to another episode of The Big Chat. And I have a feeling by the time this one comes out, we are going to be creeping towards Christmas in December. Can't believe it. It's come around so quick. Um, Still got my glasses on. Thank you, Edney and Edney, for my Cutler and Grace glasses. I'm loving them for chatting to guests on my show. Um, But yeah, this is really exciting to talk to um, two people today we're going to be talking to because I've not met them personally before and I always like to have guests on that I've not actually got to meet in person. Um, But they are uh, doing amazing things in Tummage Wells and they've been through a lot over the last 12 months. So we did think here it would be great to get them on the big chat and really find out all about them. So I'm really happy to introduce you to Lottie and Holly who are the founders of the Zero Waste Company. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. And uh, you know, the festive, you are looking festive yes. today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, red love... and penguin esque. <laughs> this is literally us to a T. I'm always in red of some description. I've always Brilliant. got red lipstick or something, and then yeah, you're the fluffy Christmas one. I love a bit of festive. Mm. I love festive that. So tell people that don't know about the Zero Waste Company, because that, because I mean, if you don't know where you are, who you are, what you're doing, they could think all kinds of things. <laughs> true. And, you know, so, t- so tell people that are listening and watching a bit more about you both. I'll let, I'll let well, you start. Okay. <laughs> so, so the Zero Waste Company, um, we're based in the Pantiles in Tunbridge Wells yeah. and we are a um, zero waste shop, which means like a refill shop, our main sort of I guess selling point is the fact that we don't sell anything in plastic at all Mm -hmm. um and you can come and refill containers with everything that comes loose in gravity units um and cleaning products and things like that and everything that kind of maybe you would get in the supermarket that is plastic we try to find an alternative for um and we are also a cafe so we're a zero waste cafe and shop which basically means the cafe side of things we try to be as zero waste as possible as well um we always say within reason mm-hmm. <laughs> for the sticklers um you know you can't physically buy catering sizes of things that don't come in plastic mm-hmm. but for those things that do we don't put them in landfill we then put them into our shop for customers to reuse to fill their containers so it kind of we try and keep everything in a closed loop system yeah. um and we work on a kind of uh, zero waste food policy if we can so we try to throw as little away as possible but also we've got an in-house chef Jen who is incredible um, and she uses um, sort of veg that's from so we've got, we work with a local supplier who gives us their kind of tired veg if you like stuff that they can no longer sell bendy carrots that yeah. kind of thing um, and she makes like amazing incredible vegan food that we then sell in the cafe so we're a vegetarian and vegan vegan cafe so, so, I mean, you've been there how long? When did you, when did you two start? Two years now. Is it yeah. two years? Yeah, it was, two two, years. it was November 2019. 
Goodness me. Yeah. Great so timing. Had, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great timing. Yeah. How Going into winter know? and a pandemic. Absolutely. <laughs> how did you, how do you know each other, you two? Have you always been friends? No. Well, people think we have. Yeah. No, go on. You, you, you tell this story. So <laughs> we, you, well, how old were the boys? They would have been nine months old. No, so they were about, eight, seven months old. Seven months old. Met. So yeah. about three years ago. Yeah. Um, we met each other because we were both freelancing and trying to find support with childcare because we couldn't justify full-time childcare. Being freelance, you never know when your yeah. work's going to come in, how often it's going to be. So it's just trying to reach out and find mums to help out. And we actually decided that we got on really well. Yeah, there was a, I think and there was a week of kind of the yeah. general mum chit-chat before we sort of went, should we just start a business yeah, together? Let's just do something. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And that's kind of what we did. And then we found out later that um, our sons are born a day apart and oh. Lottie stole my uh, C-section <laughs> slot. I was booked in and they You're sent joking. me home because of an emergency and that was Lottie. <laughs> You're joking. No. So that it's like this so weird funny. sort of fate that we were supposed to meet. Synchronicity of life. Exactly. Yeah. So now the boys are best friends. And which is great. We get to be best friends and work together. Yeah. Which is that fabulous. Is so yeah. cool. That yeah. is so cool. So what were you freelancing as before? I used to run a marketing and social media company. I say used to like I make that sound so much better. It was just me, but I was like I run a consultancy <laughs> well, you, well, you of did. myself. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, mine was social media and marketing. And yeah, I was a VA, so brilliant. So, so virtual PA. So okay, so you were both freelancing <laughs> quite different backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you know, I'm all for doing different things personally. Mm. But you, what made you decide? On a, on a coffee shop on, and on this I mean you've obviously this is a passion of yours yeah, both, yeah. Of we, we both realised we've got we had very similar kind of I guess interests or, or kind of outlooks yeah. is probably a better way of describing it we yeah. both felt a little bit like when you become a parent suddenly all of the plastic stuff that you consume as a you know, general person sort of doubles or even triples with children yeah. and we were really both very aware of the kind of environmental impact of having children and it was a conversation we used to have all the time and talking about like how hard it was to kind of go plastic free and even though if you really really want to it's such an effort and yeah. so we kind of accidentally fell into it and it became this thing we were like we should just just do it just open a shop yeah like, let's just open a zero the funny shop. thing was when we when we first opened it was um the it cafe was all was about tiny. the shop the yeah. cafe was like a little it was like should we just have a coffee machine yeah and then, and then the Pantels is very cafe centric and we learned very quickly that actually there was a massive demand for especially vegetarian and vegan yeah. um, and you know sustainably sourced ethically sourced you know there are people who are looking for that and I think initially they found us accidentally and then within a year obviously we've had COVID to deal with um, our cafe sort of started to become more of a trade than the shop so we've, we've kind of had a bit of a revamp and swapped yeah. the whole place swapped around it all and... around and but it's nice because the cafe customers will suddenly go oh what's that over there and then you can show them around the yeah. shop and yeah. help them make a small sustainable swap you go Brilliant. have you thought about using this instead of this and yeah. and that's it they then become a regular customer in the shop yeah so which is lovely so yeah. one complements the other so it's interesting. Let's so see. You say like as being, you know, I mean, my children are a bit older. They're ten and twelve now. So how old are your children? Like four? Is that? Is so we we both got three. Yeah, three and a half, and mine is six, and then yeah. just got Bebba. A one one year old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a baby during a pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot I, of people did. Yeah. I had a lot of people her for it. I was literally like, "Are you really doing this? Are you having a baby in our first year of business?" Why okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, you, sure. that's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we love a challenge. <laughs> so it's a good job she's cute. <laughs> 
So you were, so you were literally talking about. I mean, that's really interesting. That you were talking about the fact that there's a lot more because there is, isn't there? I mean, there is just so much yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah. I went full hippie like immediately as soon as I was pregnant with my daughter. Yeah. So six years ago, I was like reusable nappies reusable wipes mm. i'm not gonna use this i'm gonna use and you know i had a lot of, of ideals yeah and then the reality is that actually when you become a parent it's really bloody hard and yeah. and you can't hold yourself accountable for everything and, mm. and you know you, you do need to give yourself a break but equally um it meant that i was always leaning towards those kind of choices and finding myself ever frustrated by the fact that you know the majority of things aimed at children are mm wrapped in plastic mm. made of plastic come in plastic packaging you know it's just it's outrageous just how much there is that, yeah. and and it does seem just worse for some reason with with the children's it's the stuff. amount of unnecessary stuff oh, as God, well yeah. just that you're throwing away isn't it it's mm. just like on a daily yeah. basis and trying to do it in one we wanted to be a one-stop shop yeah. that was the big thing yeah. because going through you could do it if you went to multiple shops which yeah. defeated the object especially when you're a mom you don't mm. have the time <laughs> so we were like let's try and fit everything under one roof yeah. and i think we've done a pretty good job i you think could so do a i mean proper shop you can you we, we're not we can't we don't have the capacity of you know a supermarket but we do try to as as much as is feasible, try and find a replacement or version of something that you'd buy in the supermarket um, or, you know, suggest an alternative so that people can try something new. And, you know, we have a pantry section that has all the usual things like tins, but everything's in tin or glass because yeah. they are the most commonly recycled that are actually recycled products. Yeah. I mean, people do the argument of, but plastic's recyclable. Um And it's such a conversation and people hate me when I start <laughs> talking about it because I think they feel like I'm sort of going at them but I'm not it's it's the education of it is it's so difficult to get right without sounding like you're being really patronizing mm. or in some way sort of judging but we've always said like with our shop we've we don't judge anyone on what part of their journey they're on in terms of going plastic free like I don't care if you have never even considered it until you walk through the door and if you make one change fabulous yeah. I'm not expecting everyone to walk in to be you know home composting and never buying plastic and not shopping on Amazon and you know there's a whole lot of things we hold ourselves accountable for um and I think that you know with things like plastic it's an there are easy wins mm -hmm. that we definitely can provide yeah. and that's kind of like our starting blocks for people yeah and you know, and then and we do try and educate people, but it's just that it's a very tricky thing without sort of coming across that you somehow think you're better than other other people or that, you know, that they're being so terrible for believing in recycling. You know, it's just that it, it's it's a, a real sort of can of worms, if you like. <laughs> and, we, and we just try and navigate it as kind of nicely as we can. And you've got, have you got more passionate about it since yeah. it's been opened? Yeah. I mean, I can We're, see. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> that was kind of a rhetorical <laughs> question. But I mean, is it, it when you first opened? So, I mean, look, the Pantar, I mean, I'm born and bred Summer Dwells. I don't mm. know about you guys. So, no, it, no. when you were in, when you first got into the Pantars, mm. how, how were you received? Like you said, there was probably a mix, was there, of yeah. people coming in that were mm. interested, that were advocates, that weren't mm. sure? You have your diehard zero waste yeah. customers, yeah. which we love. And then you have people that, just like the cafe or the shop yeah. and the team because they are super friendly, yeah. really welcoming. We try and create a really nice environment for people you to be in. make great soups. We do. Yeah. yeah, they're very good. I mean, I love all of it. It's proper soup season. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have customers that just are walking by and 
have no idea and no idea what we do what we're about sit and have a coffee and then go what's that all over there because the gravity units are amazing to look at like we have a wall of refill gravity units filled Mm. with pastas and rices and beans and pulses and everything and they and they start getting and they're like oh we don't have anything to fill them with like here's a brown paper bag come back with a plastic tub next time or take a tub whatever you want to do so I think it's it's funny. We didn't know what our demographic would no. be. We did as much market research as possible before we opened, but a lot of it was a wing and a prayer. And <laughs> if I can say that it's now, I <laughs> can say that now two years in. Um, <laughs> but it was it's funny because I initially thought, oh, we're just going to have like a lot of younger people because I do feel like the younger generation have a better understanding mm-hmm. of where they're at and, and wanting to make a change. But actually, we've got such a diverse mix, haven't we? Yeah. Like our, you couldn't put them in one bracket. You really couldn't. Like, and we have a lot of kind of different ages. You know, especially with the cafe being on the pantiles. You know, during the day in the middle of the week, for example, you're going to get a lot of the older generation. You yeah. know, people who are retired or tourists. Obviously, is another yeah. one. Um, and so we have those and then we do obviously get the diehard you know zero wasters and, and a lot of young people and then you get the veggie and vegan crowd who want to come and you know they know that they can have at least you know 10 items on the menu which is like amazing <laughs> I, Rachel we, would love <laughs> whenever wherever we go it's always like do you do a vegan option please? yeah and it is the vegan option yeah exactly it's, it's not it? vegan options no <laughs> um, yeah. so we we made a decision early on we would always anything made in-house would be yeah. vegan and right. that's we've always started that we do buy in you know we buy in pastries and things that aren't vegan and we we make things with cheese so you know we we're not completely cutting off you know everything and being completely vegan um but i think we we have a really good balance mm-hmm. a majority of the things that are not vegan can be veganized you know yeah. if you need so yeah so i think you tell people all our cakes are vegan they're like yeah. which one's vegan you're like all of them yeah <laughs> and people are like what but then we also it's really funny the word vegan can trigger people and so you kind of just don't we don't necessarily shout vegan because yeah, everyone's a like few people that don't like yeah the word vegan. we've had a few customers who've gone oh no they're vegan i'll pass and you know without trying it without and, and they just look like normal cakes and taste like normal cakes you know it's, it's quite funny <laughs> there's just an assumption that vegan means tasteless or yeah. somehow less worthy they I have think. not tried jen's cake. they haven't tried jen's cakes yeah were you so were you both vegan before you, when you i'm not ve- i'm not vegan. not vegan no i was <laughs> vegan when we opened it sounds terrible doesn't it i was vegan when we opened <laughs> and then i think my covid breakdown um <laughs> increased my cheese um consumption, consumption somewhat so i'm a vegan who eats cheese which means i'm not a vegan <laughs> that's fine you know. so i'm veggie yeah. and that's okay and i i've yeah i've but lo- both I vegetarian. i'm vegetarian mm-hmm. and then my daughter is lactose intolerant, oh, okay, so yeah. where I'm still feeding her, I've had to cut out dairy, yeah. and I've become really appreciating of all of Jen's vegan stuff. It's so hard. Mm. I've never had to think about cutting out dairy mm. until I had her, and going out to places, and they go, that's the option. Yeah. Oh, that's rubbish. I'm mm. going to go back to my place. Yeah. <laughs> I was with, actually, I mean, I was with my, with my son. I was, uh, I had gestational diabetes, but I was really low on the scale and he was lactose intolerant. Mm. I honestly, after I gave birth, it was just like, I, I was, I was about, I was about this small. Mm. I mean, it was just, I was so clean. It was just, so, it, I just don't know why I didn't yeah. stay that way. Because it was just, I felt so good. I, I mean, because from that birth, from my daughter's birth, who wasn't, and I think I used that as a bit of an excuse as, I can eat fish finger sandwiches, which yeah. I'm 
you know, afraid to say I did quite a few of them. <laughs> then after I had my daughter, you know, not just the not just the weight size of it and the aspect, but that it literally was just actually how I felt. I did not my sort of springing back to feeling myself mm. wasn't as great as it had been with my son. I, I think that's a typical second time round as well, isn't it? Yes, possibly. I, I felt like that with my <laughs> with my first. I was like, I am a mother, and then second time I was like, oh god, this is awful. You've you know, got another one as well, haven't you? So yeah. it's a bit of a it's pain just, when you've got just... one on your hip at the same time. I can remember yeah. sort of navigating with a bump and a child yeah. that was a bit tricky but I do but I think cleaner eating everyone is is yeah. getting much more um well certainly over the last few years everyone is much more aware of it which is great yeah 100% I think there's definitely we get a lot of people asking for Jen's recipes yeah. and it's funny we're sort of like hmm no. I don't know if we're going to give that to you <laughs> because the thing is you know she, she is so hard. clever oh, and she comes at no so we kind of go oh I don't actually know which is an easy one um, <laughs> I mean to be fair I actually don't, to be fair, we don't I have know. no idea how <laughs> she's telling the truth she's a Fine. wizard honestly like that woman is a wizard I don't know how she, she does what she leave. does no we do say to her she, her contract um, when she, if she ever hands her notes since 100 years sorry Jen that's great <laughs> 100 year contract I like that how did you meet Jen then was that because you mentioned you had literally you had the coffee maker in the shop and that and was it. kind of it so we, she applied yeah. we advertised for a waitress job and she applied to be a waitress and retail assistant and yeah. I looked at her CV and went I she feel can cook I cakes. feel like you're overqualified for, for the position but can you come yeah. in for an interview knowing that yeah. that's yeah. what we wanted her to Little do sly thoughts <laughs> yeah. in her mind yeah Jen was she's, funnily enough she's a friend of a friend and that friend messaged me saying I hope this isn't too cheeky but my friend's just applied and she's so lovely because she just moved here Aww. from Croydon yeah. and you know she really doesn't like her job and so I was like yeah yeah cool and then I saw her CV and we were like oh my god she was poker face this was, this was like, she was like a product development chef for 10 yeah. years wow. a patisserie chef yeah. she's created that. a lot of the she's kind of amazing. desserts you buy in the supermarkets so it's just yeah. nuts yeah we feel very lucky to have her but yeah. it's funny because we'd navigated a kind of a summer through covid yeah. and obviously that meant being closed for a majority of it and then we were trying to with eat out to help out which you know floored most people in hospitality last year yeah. um when we kind of reopened properly we were always just coffee and cake and then we decided to start introducing things like sandwiches that we could make that you don't need a chef for that just yeah. you know that you can put together um we're way over our heads yeah we're hugely <laughs> out of our depth and we actually got um danielle who is our kind of manager on board literally at the beginning of August and she was an absolute lifesaver so she yeah. used to manage a very successful cafe and applied and we were like oh thank god so she came <laughs> we in and like, we were just like just just make us like you know actually functioning because Brilliant. we didn't know what we were doing and you know we, we had our hands up we were very you know aware that we didn't know what we were doing yeah. so we got the right people in so she came in and really put the processes in place to run a proper cafe and then after August which was hell we were like yeah we probably need to get a chef maybe and then Jen applied and it was all like fate I feel like a lot of the decisions that have made and yeah. the way things have gone with us feel very much like the stars just align and somehow these Sounds people like get put it. in your plan like in your path and you're yeah. kind of like okay this this is this works this makes sense and mm-hmm. and from there like through pure luck we've managed to secure an amazing team and they've yeah. all got a like a sustainable ethos yeah because yeah. Jen is a die-hard zero oh waste goodness, person yeah. Yeah. it's incredible and I, even I as a zero waste shop owner feel slightly guilty that she is way better than me <laughs> yeah, <100%. laughs> I'm like oh, quite competitive them with oh. each other is it like 
to be honest, I just I just give her the mantle. I'm like, you win. You like, win, hands down, every <laughs> there's time. There's just Jen. no point with Jen. Like she's con- and she's brilliant. She constantly she's a gives us ID support and ideas and yeah, as well. Because yeah. really we have got loads of local supplies in the shop, which yeah. is lovely. Like I think over sixty yeah, percent is like local, high percentage, if not more. Yeah. I'd say maybe more, maybe eighty percent. Because we try everything we do whenever we take a like whenever we have a product on the shelves. I don't think people understand that for us it's so important that we do vet everything mm. and our poor suppliers when they come in they're like hi i wonder if you're looking at my candles and we are literally right yeah okay and then there's all these questions they're like uh, uh, uh. like where do you supply them from is it sustainably sourced are they ethically sourced are they from the uk if they're not from the uk how do you ship them where do you get them from wow. are you using amazon what's the packaging like how does the packaging come to you and i think people kind of get a bit like uh, 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 oh my god <laughs> um but we do that because we can't state the kind mm. of the things that we say on our website and on our sort of social media that you know when you buy from us everything you buy has already been vetted we already know that everything in our shop that we sell currently is ethically sourced, sustainably sourced. yeah and them. the research that goes into that we don't just accept anybody and yeah. so you know with that it means we've got some incredible local support and there are so many people mm. in Summage Wells making incredible products yeah. that we want and we can't stock everyone either that's the other problem you know otherwise you we would pick. have 25 different brands yeah. of candles because there are so many people doing it beautifully um so we just choose the ones that kind of align the yeah. most with us or sometimes it's just whoever got here first you know then <laughs> that is just the way of it and we're that's very loyal is, to people yeah. for that so and with so i mean you opened in november and yes. obviously went into lockdown yeah. i mean that's so that was like mm. under six months since really wasn't yeah. it yeah. how's that for you guys hard yeah really mm. hard because we didn't anticipate how slow the winter would be mm. as a startup mm. it just and then going into lockdown and especially a new business and a new business so there was no yeah young families and i think also it like it sounds ridiculous but the pantas is very weather dependent in terms of if it's raining the drop in footfall is unbelievable and i feel like it rained from the day we opened until march (laughs) like i swear it was just like i just march (laughs) it was just like 2020 began with just rain and then obviously march happened and you know and there was there was a there was like we have a joke now but there was two weeks i think when they first did the first lockdown Mm. and lottie was just very early found out she'd been she was pregnant and obviously they were telling people to isolate if Mm. they were pregnant no one knew how long this was going to be going on for um and there was two weeks where it was kind of just me (laughs) and we we very quickly started doing um, deliveries and things yeah. to uh, initially to just the vulnerable and then it became to everybody and we started you know doing fruit and veg boxes and things like that and it was me and two other part time staff for two weeks solidly and we were having something like I don't know forty deliveries a day wow. just us doing them um, I just cried every night <laughs> literally just went home and cried <laughs> but what a brilliant thing that you were doing that yeah I mean I think I think. There must have been a lot, you know, you, there's a feel-good factor about it. Oh, of course. Well. But also just really genuinely wanting to help that's people. That's what I mean. Like that's was, what I mean. That's it was a, a very... Really, that's a really, you know, that's a great thing to do. Yeah. I mean, when you do good things, we don't do it because it makes us feel good, but it does make you feel yeah, good. Yeah, it that's does. What, you know, it's wonderful to be able to help. It's quite a funny feeling, isn't it? Because you felt really redundant. So Lottie was all yeah. behind the scenes doing all of the urban stuff she could do at home. Yeah. Um, but it was that thing of kind of we have to do this there isn't mm. it wasn't a kind of oh should we do this it was like we have to do something because this people can't survive currently yeah um but then obviously when things eased a little and i i feel like we gained an incredible amount of customers through covid so although covid is you know 
blamed for a lot. We do, we can thank it a little bit, I think. We've gained it, some amazing yeah, loyal customers. Yeah. It kind we of created yeah. our sort of, our name was put out there more, mm. I guess, because of that. And, you know, who knows where we would be if there was no COVID and everything was normal for the last two years. But you can't really look. We have nothing to pandemic, to isn't it? I think rather than actually focusing on that, it's the fact that it's the pandemic of, mm. of what, how people react yeah. and how people pull together. And I think as a town... The community is strong, isn't mm. it? And you must have experience of that now, because, yeah. like you say, you're really well supported, and a yeah. lot of people know who you are now, mm. who might not have known that before the pandemic. And uh, I mean, what else? So what else? When you when you come out of lockdown, you can't get back into it. I mean, was there any point where you were literally like, I can't do this anymore? No, no, Good. there was never a point of that. <laughs> there's there's days where you just go, okay, right, we're going into another winter. Yeah, what can what can we do? Because everyone's that was the one thing that surprised me is how much people have struggled coming out of lockdown. Yeah, definitely. Like so many businesses are reporting loss in footfall. Yeah, and obviously trying to recoup the pressure of on trade yeah. to. It's not only got to make enough to get through winter, it's also got to make enough to re- recover from the debt Absolutely. from the last 12 months. Yeah. And the footfall hasn't even just, touched the sides on that. No. But everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's we, not, we it's not it, just us. <laughs> we call it like a COVID hangover because I yeah. think everyone thought 2020 was the worst year, but actually it's been 2021, yeah. Yeah. business-wise. Yeah. Because everything stopped. All the, all the government handouts stopped. Absolutely. All of the furlough stopped. And yeah. And obviously we all took out loans and things to cover that yeah. time that are all now needing to be paid. Absolutely. And and like Lotta says, the football hasn't increased. So mm-hmm. it's the sort of thing of now we've got the, the hangover debt as well as just, you know, your average outgoings. Getting and, through it. And yeah, it's just, it's very hard. <laughs> and I'm very glad that we do it as, as a team because I don't yeah. know how individual business owners haven't cracked under yeah. the pressure no I don't know how I haven't cracked yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm cracking but you're right it is really it is so hard because everything is now starting to have to be replenished isn't it mm-hmm. like bounce backs and everything like that and I think yeah. I mean certainly my accountant just says just well done for being there because yeah. there's a lot of people sadly that aren't yeah and that even though they came through it there's, they're now like, yeah. I can't, I can't keep going. It's or, unsustainable for yeah. a lot of people. And Isn't it? I don't know what's worse, having a business that's been running for 15, 20 years that suddenly can no longer do it or a, a business mm. that started up and can't, you know, it's, it's just brutal, yeah. I think. And, you know, we've tried, we put a post out a couple of months ago asking for help, which I, I come from a social media background. So for me, I was very kind of like, you know, you're taught you don't put anything negative out and everything has to be positive. And the problem is with that is you, you become the victim of that's t- that typical thing that everyone does on Instagram where you put the best parts of your Absolutely. life. But um, what we were doing was essentially putting, everything's fine, everything's fine, we're doing yeah. great, we've got this, we're offering this, and but actually we're struggling. And then people just assumed we were okay. Yeah. So we put a post out a couple of months ago, basically like we're not actually okay and we do really need you to come and, you know, yeah, shop with us and, and buy a coffee or whatever, and it had an incredible response. Did it? Yeah, mm. people were amazing. Even other businesses were saying thank you because it wasn't aimed at just us. It was oh, just, no, it we was did, the industry yeah. Yeah. of how everyone needs you, and we had businesses reaching out to us saying thank you, thank you for highlighting, highlighting yeah. it because we've been struggling for months yeah. and it needed to be said. So, yeah. which was lovely. I think you're so right as well because it is. I mean, I've taken a bit of a breather from social media personally because it was Mm. just all getting too much and people sometimes they're like oh your life looks so amazing it looks so great and it's like you know because like you say 
you, you don't always you post the, the bits. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna I'm not gonna literally like post the bit of me shouting at my son telling him to get his shoes on before school every morning or all the other millions of things that I might be juggling throughout the day on top of everything else that I'm doing but you're right mm. but it is good to show that you're human I think yeah. <laughs> because we are all you know we're all going through a human experience here and this has been really really tough and I think yeah. that's really great that you did that because I do like the fact that people are being a bit more real now yeah. they're being a bit more you know oh no not everything is all glossy and actually this has been hard and I am fragile human yeah. that's okay you know please I'm sometimes flawed just like the next person yeah. but it doesn't mean that I'm not trying the best I can and we can all be good kind to each other and help each other ultimately yeah so I think that's great that you did that you did the Christmas opening as well, didn't you? On the pantomime. Yes. We did the big reveal. Which is brilliant. So tell me a bit about that. So there's a local town. Well, not local town, but there's a town that I grew up in that does something similar. Yeah. And I turned around to Holly and said, this year, I want everyone to get Christmassy. This was in August. And Holly <laughs> was like, it's she August. She says penguin jumper. <laughs> yeah. like, this, this is exactly <laughs> what I mean. Like, Honestly, I don't I even it. think it was all. I think this I was it. May, and I was it like, "Dude, May. we it haven't would... got summer yeah. yet." Like, come and on. I went, "We need to do this. We yeah. need to do it." So Brilliant. we pitched it, which to I the... do love that you pushed me out of my comfort zone. We pitched it to the Pantel <laughs> traders, and they did they what, love it. They, oh yeah, half they and were half, half and half. Yeah. I think yeah. half were a little bit reserved, not quite sure. See what happens. I think everyone will be on board next year because yeah. the number of people that mm. came, we weren't. Even, I remember panicking that morning, going what if nobody turns up to this oh, yeah. and there must have been 500, 500 people was there yeah. it was insane brilliant <laughs> you had i think my daughter's uh, talents were down there weren't they yeah. yes talents yeah. sung so talents were on yeah, the with Debbie. that was amazing yeah. so they opened and they were so fantastic mm. and then we had the tonbridge choir singing in the evening mm, and santa so cool. we had a proposal on the band Did stand you? yeah <laughs> It was incredible. Was that like planned? Was that with us? Yeah. It was planned. It was, it was one of our That's customers. So cool. yeah. He came Adele, in. eat your heart out. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, just, it was just. It was incredible. Like, so lovely. And it's really kicked everything off. I think we we kind of I thought when we initially planned it. So the idea is, if anyone doesn't know, is that all the traders reveal their Christmas window displays. Yeah. So it took a lot of planning to get to the point where everyone knew what they had to do. Yeah. And we did it in time slots because that's what they do in East Grinstead. And we yeah. were like, okay, that seems to work. Mm. Um, we won't do it in time slots. No, we're going to do it all in one. <laughs> we're trying to Honestly, maneuver Honestly, I thought it would be like a little crowd of 30 people going from one to the next oh, to the next. And there were 500 people and no one could move. So, yeah. you know, realistically, <laughs> the, the, the time, <laughs> expecting everyone to do each I time slot, so I was like, oh... Yeah, okay. But um, everyone had a massive uplift as well. Oh, We've had incredible. traders calling us all week, thanking us for just yeah. the sheer... I don't think anyone expected Nobody expected that. that. It, it was busier than a, a busy jazz on the Pantiles in the summer. It was unbelievable. And it's amazing that the community just embraced that. Yeah. It was a completely free event that people yeah. could turn up to, buy some mulled wine, mince pie and do a bit of late night shopping. Santa was there, carol singing, and yeah. people loved it. It was yeah. great. It, yeah, I mean, well, well, well done for getting that, you know, sorting that. I mean, obviously, like, the window reveals you might do differently, but you're going to do yeah. it again. Absolutely. What yeah. other things have you got planned coming up? Sort of what other things are... Can you tell us anything? We've got Swap Shop. We've got Swap Shop on Wednesday. Swap Shop I'm this very Wednesday. very excited about Swap Shop. Yeah. Swap, Shop. Swap Shop is something we did when we very first opened, and we haven't been able to do it since because of COVID. So yeah. basically, in a nutshell, you buy a ticket, and before the day, so it's it's on Wednesday so before the day you bring yeah. in up to 10 items of clothing that you want to swap it has to be adults at the moment um, 
and it can be anything clothes shoes accessories yeah. and you get a token for every item so most people bring 10 and they get 10 tokens yeah and then on the night we put everything out on the rails and you literally just buy clothes with your tokens I so you're swapping 10 idea. for 10 and last last time we did it it was so popular and people loved it we're doing it a bit differently this year we're doing it more like an outside market so that people can come in because our shop's quite small to put a lot of rails in um so yeah this year it's gonna be like an outdoor kind of christmasy market all lit up people can try stuff on which we didn't have last time and then they can come and have some more wine and stuff when they're done that's such a good idea yeah and it's such a it's Timing wise, with it being a festive season, yeah, we're encouraging people to bring old Christmas party dresses. So there'll be a party dress swap rail, you know, and yeah. and then that will hopefully encourage people for the next one, which will be in January, which will kind of be a I'm gonna do a um challenge to not buy anything new yeah. for the whole of February. So we're gonna do an event right at the end of January that is actually more of a workshop. So there'll be a mini swap for anyone who comes just between themselves. Um but the workshop to talk about how to buy clothing sustainably and all the different avenues that you can do yeah. that don't mean going and buying brand new from the shops so and then get everyone that. to sign I up to a to challenge to yeah <laughs> i think if i come and have some coffee and cake with you at some yeah. point you'll be like you've got a lot to learn <laughs> 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 to be we all have honestly yeah. there are times i feel really ashamed when i buy stuff in the supermarket because i know that I just need to get something and I'm like, I run a zero waste shop and I've just bought this. And, you know, we all just Nobody's do what we perfect. have to do. But, it's, but I, I really like your attitude, both your attitudes about it. Sort of, you know, like you say, you're not judging people, you're yeah, not getting down yeah. on people, but there's that education point of it that if, you know, for me, if I learn about something, then that's it, I'm set. Mm. You know, if I'm like, oh, why have I been doing it that way? I should be doing it that way. Then I'll keep doing it that way. So half of it with me is yeah. not being educated. So And it's just make, you can make one swap. Yeah, exactly. Just one there's, swap, there's and that's such a has do. such a big impact. So it's not about being doing it perfectly; it's doing it imperfectly. But also the fact that you're doing events with people, like you, you know, you're collaborating, yeah. you're doing things, and you're extending what you do, and like with clothing and everything. I really like the way that it's not just you know you're not limiting it to no. food and coffee, and you know, it's just you're trying to reach yeah. out to people in different yeah. ways, which is brilliant. It's yeah. great. Yeah. We also work with. Um, we've got a couple of really amazing, like they've become regulars, but they're they're our friends now. You know, loyal customers, as it were. Who. Yeah. Um, because we we rent out our, our space for events as well, so people can run events in the shop. That's if they want good. To. To know. Um, so we've got another um, Christmas burlesque party. We had one in Halloween, which oh, was very successful. Was very successful. Um, and we've also got a female empowerment in um, work and life, which is on wow. the third of December, and that is with three incredible sort of women who yeah. are doing talks on how to be more empowered in in all areas of your life and all aspects of your life, and that that's one that I really want people to come away from feeling like, you know, with a plan. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's important. Well, you know what? It, it, you know, as you said, you both set up a business. You've you've had children. I mean, I myself, I'd, and I was actually just telling this story to someone yesterday about how the reason that I set up my PR agency to start with was because my daughter and my son were in nursery and all my wages where I was working was going on nursery yeah. and I was spending no time with my children. So I literally just set up my PR, you know, it's a boring story for lots of people, but I literally set it up because I was like, I only need three clients and I'll just go and look after them and then I can spend some time with my family. Yeah. And then from that, 10 years later, it's grown to what it's been. So it's just, mm. you know, and then I've done lots of other things along the way. But there's a, a story to be said about that because it was just being a mother 
but I just I mean I was just doing stuff all the time with my kids and everything like that but I wouldn't change it for the world because of the experience I have with my family and I get to live and work and be the way I want to be and it's a really strong story but it's a lot that we take on as women it's a lot absolutely I think we're not as good at congratulating ourselves as we should be um and it's we try to recognize it you know with we did um We've got a kind of another, I don't know how to say it without actually saying it, um, F Up Stories, we'll call it. Um, so <laughs> F Up Stories is an event that we run, um, which basically was a, an all-female um, panel yeah. where we talk about the, the mistakes we've made in business. Yeah. So it's not about kind right. of like, yeah, we're so amazing, blah, blah. It's actually saying like, here's where we went wrong. Yeah. Here's where we messed up. Yeah. And here's what we learned. And it, it's essentially like it was it was aimed at other female business owners to mm. show them, you know, because some I think a lot of us right now are, are having that imposter syndrome yeah. and that feeling of like, oh, I don't know if I'm you know doing the right thing or should I stick at this? And it was almost supposed to be a bit of a rally cry of kind of we've all been there. We've all Absolutely. made mistakes and, and we want to celebrate the fact that you can get past them. So and also mistakes are lessons. Absolutely. You know, if you don't make mistakes, oh, and yeah. I do, I've talked about this so many times with guests, but you know, I've had a few businesses and I've made plenty of mistakes mm. and mm. You, you, you don't, you, you take more risks the more mistakes you make because you learn and you, if yeah. you don't take risks and if you don't make mistakes then you don't, you, no one gets it right first time. No, and it's, it's just yeah. the way it is, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. that big thing of the most successful businesses and business owners have all had horrendous Goodness me, mistakes it's made life, in the past. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and, but you never hear about them. No. So you think that these amazing successful businesses have never had yeah. any mistakes and that's just not true. And sometimes no. I think you need to hear that, oh yeah, we've made fundamental errors along our yeah. way, but it's okay because look at where we are and this is, this is what, and what you've learned from it. Yeah. And what, mm. so, the, so people can find out, I mean, this is great. So all your events, where do I need to go and find out about all of them, please, Holly and On Natalie. our events page on our website it's on very very easy to navigate yeah just go to the zero waste company.com and then there's a little one that says events and Brilliant. it will show everything that we've got coming up and if so. anyone wants to go and have an amazing cup of coffee and some wonderful cake or pastries mm-hmm. or soup or anything yes. it's down on the pantiles isn't it we it are is. yes you're very very <laughs> easy to find down the pantiles can't thank you so much for coming on thank you for thank having you. us honestly it's been, it's been really interesting to talk to you and like you know like i said when you first came in i i, I need to find out a bit more because these events sound great and, yeah. and i love what you guys are doing and um yeah you know thank you for bringing your energy and enthusiasm <laughs> to tunbridge wells because <laughs> certainly it sounds like this is a growing area which is great for great for everybody i think yeah very sustainable thank you very much long term and you know and i've just realized you've got holly and you know i mean it's all about christmas isn't it it was the right time to come (laughs) (laughs) well i hope you both have a lovely christmas thank you thank you and you thank you for coming to see us today thank you thank you so much take care thanks